You're listening to Mika Knows Unfiltered. Are you listening? y'all what's up it's me Mika Nose and I got some real shit I want to talk about (laughs) I do because I just I mean I just gotta say some things maybe not maybe I don't have to say them maybe I could just think them and feel them and that'll be enough but this is my podcast and um, I just feel like I can express wherever I want to so uh deal with it anyway Like, I've been thinking a lot about how my values and my morals have been changing, okay? How I I want and have been progressing towards actually being my idea of an adult, being closer to what I want to be instead of just giving in to certain things and... I just feel, okay, with me valuing marriage and building a family and things like that, wanting that for myself, I just feel that I need to follow it with how I carry on my dating relationships. And like, (laughs) and I noticed that in today's world, we can say we want marriage all we want, but we don't act like it. Not all of us, not all of us, women, men, not all of us, but a lot of us, we don't act like it. We say we want a husband, but then we're fucking everybody. We're dating. You know what I mean? Or, or, um, where we say we want children, but we treat our bodies like shit. And, you know, or just different things we claim we want for ourselves and we don't make changes. And I'm on some new shit, y'all. Like, I'm I'm not about to keep doing things to sabotage myself. I can say that my 20s were full of good, bad, ugly, beautiful, everything. And now that is coming to an end. I'm not going to be so up and down and wishy-washy anymore. I know my values. I know what I want. I know what I believe. And it's certain in my head. Like I can try to feel another way. And I just, I can't, I can't feel another way. It's, it's me now. So like, I I feel like I've truly discovered myself and I know what I want. Again, I repeat it, but now I think it's time to start acting like I want the things that I say I want. And um, when I say acting, I don't mean pretending, but I actually mean applying myself and making sure that I only engage in things that will contribute and support my wants, not indulging in things that can hinder me from getting what I want. I mean... How many of y'all have like dreams and goals and, you know, or just plans and you know, like think about this shit, like you know that you're not doing everything you can to get there. Like that's what I realized. Like I realized that a lot of shit I've been doing is not benefiting me. It's not 
pushing me to where I need to be. And it's not just, it's not all about, see, people want you to only think about your career. They don't want you to think about the other side of shit, like family-wise, where you want to be socially, where you want to be mentally, like everything is what I'm considering. I'm considering every aspect of my life. And I know that I have a lot of changes to make, and I have been making changes. And I just kind of feel like, uh, you know, I just want to talk about that today. (laughs) So we're going to start off with what I want career-wise. (laughs) Career-wise. Career-wise, I don't want to work for someone else forever. I want to work for myself. I want to generate, I'd be happy with a modest six figures, like, you know, like just under a hundred thousand maybe, or just over nothing more. Like not saying that, uh, I will stop myself from getting more than that, but that's not my goal. My goal is to be comfortable. And I feel like I could be comfortable, my type of comfortable, you know, in alignment with what I see for myself. I can be comfortable in a range of about 90 to 110,000 a year, right? But I don't want that money at the expense of my sanity. And I want to do something that I actually like to do. So my goal is to work for myself. It doesn't matter how. I mean, ultimately, I would love to be, you know, a New York Times best-selling fiction novelist. But, you know, um, you know, uh, I haven't been acting as if that's what I want. I've been putting so much energy into other things. And, like, it's just kind of time that I stop. You know who motivates me a lot? And they don't even know it. They, they, they inspire me, really. It's one of my exes. Um, he's cut out a lot of bullshit from his life. And I admire him because, like, he's begun to focus on focus on his craft. And he's put so much energy into it. And he actually uses his job as a means to support it. And I think that is the most beautiful thing. Because when I, when I talk to him, he actually seems happy. He seems happier than when he was so distracted. And I admit, I may have been one of those distractions. Um... But that is what I aspire to to be. Like, I don't want to just be working to work and live and living to work. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not what I want to do. I'm already 30. So that means that the last 12 years of my life have already been wasted since I'm not at my goal. Not necessarily wasted, but it hasn't been completely focused it's been a little distorted the path that I was on has been a little distorted I've often gone off one way venture off another way and then come back to the spot just to have to start over and try to keep walking straight you know what I'm saying and I'm over that I'm over that I've decided I am over that so you know I have a birthday coming up and I'm gonna ball out for that okay I'm gonna have some good ass fun times but we about to be in beast mode. And a lot of my friends and associates, well, I don't really have many friends, but I have a lot of associates. And don't don't get, don't feel shady like you're not my friends. So I must not fuck with you. Like I fuck with a lot of y'all, but 
I believe in certain things for a friend. And if you think about it, really think about it for a moment. Those of you that know me, that's who I'm talking to right now. Think about it for a moment. Are we really friends? No, we're associates. I love having you for an associate, but we're just associates. And that's cool. But a lot of associates and my friends that know me, they know that I get in these periods of grind, 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 grind until I'm burnt out. But then it's like I get into these periods of languish, of just being lazy and just being sedentary, not moving because I pushed myself so hard and I didn't do it in an organized way. And I, you know, I'm trying to work past that. So I'm definitely going to be dedicating some time this week to organizing life, my time. Um, you know, we have quite a few hours in a week. Somebody do the multiplication for me real quick. It don't matter. Y'all can give it to me. This ain't live, but we have 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And that's 168 hours. Um, that's 168 hours. I only work for 40 of those, right? All right, y'all. Y'all know I'll be working for like 50 when I do overtime. But anyway, like I'm saying, like we only, oh, like 80 of those hours, or no, 80, 40 of those hours to work. So what am I doing? Let me see. That's minus 40. That's 128. What am I doing with the other 128 hours of my weeks, man? Like, what the fuck? Like, I've been thinking about this and analyzing this, and I'm really going to start making some changes. Career-wise, that's what I'm talking about right now. I want to work for myself. I want to be completely, I want to write my own paycheck, okay? I want to write my own paycheck. That's what I'm gearing towards. Everyone says that. Everyone says they want to work for themselves. And I, it don't matter how how small the idea or how big the idea is in your head, if you put any thought into it or just the, teeny, just the teeniest thought into it, I feel like working for yourself is the way to go. That's how it was originally before these corporations and before these businesses came along employing people, people had built their businesses, built their craft, built everything for themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like we had people selling things, you know what I mean? That's why I really like when I watch these shows about the um like street food and um little hustles that people do because it's like that that is what it's about right there. They may just be making the same amount of somebody that just sits and takes calls all day. But they're doing what they want to do. And that's what I want to do. Okay? That's what I want to do. And so for the next week, and I challenge you all to do this. I mean, we're just talking about career-wise here. I challenge you all to identify. If you haven't already, if you have, then you already, you know, you already on point. You definitely ahead of me. But if you have not, I need y'all to identify what is the end game. What is your end goal? What is your dream? You know, I had an ex one time and I used to be upset because whenever I'd asked him what his dreams are, because that's important to me, what my man's dreams are, because I need to know how I can contribute and if I even fit into that dream. But anyway, I used to ask him what his dreams are. His dream was to be happy. My nose little stuff, y'all. Excuse that. But anyway, his dream was to be happy. And then his dream was, when I, well, when I asked him, well, how you want to be happy? Working. And I was like, okay, so what do you want to do? 
be happy. And we, we would go in this circle, then I would get annoyed and exit the conversation. But I think it's very important to identify what you're working for. I mean, you can't be slaving away. Even if it's to work for someone else, there has to be a goal in that. I don't think y'all sitting there in a damn cubicle or sitting there in front of a cash register for someone else's business and that's all you want to do with the rest of your life. And if that is, that's cool. I'm not knocking that. But I just want y'all to identify what it is that you want to do. That's when I, I already know what I want to do, but that's what I'm going to be working on this week. I want y'all to identify what you want to do. And then I want y'all to actually create a plan and identify the time that you have to work towards it. That's the motivation for your ass right there. Okay. I want y'all to do that because we need to start working towards what we're going to do. Putting less time into things that we aren't pleased with, that aren't making us better, that that isn't things that aren't, that aren't giving us what we need and what we want. I often listen to, I can't remember the man's name to save my life, but I listen to these motivational, um, I guess, audio clips. And he was saying that um, when you're not doing what you're supposed to do, you're like your spirit is dying. You're killing your spirit. And have you ever been at a job you hate and you're just sad and you feel weak and you feel tired? That I think that's what you what it feels like when your spirit is dying. You're not feeding that spirit. You're not giving it what it needs, giving it what it was supposed to have. I think that's, that's, you know, what goes on with a lot of us. So I want us to focus on that this week career-wise. I want you to focus on what you want, where do you want to be, how do you want to make your money ultimately. Do you want to work for someone and become a CEO or become a senior level management or do you want to run your own business? I just want y'all to know, um, it's often confused that a CEO is the owner of a business. CEO is not an owner. CEO literally stands for chief executive officer. So they run shit, but it's still not theirs. You see what I'm saying? And you can run shit for someone else. And that's a, I mean, honestly, if I was into that, that is a good ass goal. But I think it's important that we know the difference. See, there are owners, like the owners of Google, the founders of Google as well. You know, that can also be different, the founder and the owner, because sometimes people sell their businesses. They give their business away um, to entities, and then they become CEOs of their businesses, which they founded, or they, you know, become shareholders, different things. There's different levels to the shit, but... That's not what I'm focused on right now. But anyway, just identify your goals this week. Do that. And I really want y'all to engage with me and send me some things that you found. My email is unfiltered at gmail.com. There's no symbols in between. It's just M-E-K-A-K-N-O-W-S-U-N-F-I-L-T-E-R-E-D at gmail.com. 
Mikados unfiltered at Gmail. Message me what y'all been working on. I might shout you out. No, you won't get paid for it. So let's go ahead and put that right there. But I want to know that y'all are like engaging. And I'm, I, I really want y'all to do this because I feel like we need to be geared towards being happy. You know why the phrase make America great again doesn't bother me? Because the phrase itself, devoid of all things it's been applied to and the intentions behind it, the phrase itself is something I believe in. I want to make America great again. Back to when it was a thriving, bustling, you know, country. There's never been a time where it's been great for everyone in it at one time. But there's definitely been peaks for different groups of people in it. I want America to be great, period. Now, that phrase has been fucked up. You know, the the initial intention behind the phrase um, came from Donald Trump and his supporters. And <laughs> it, it's kind of misleading in the way that they use it. Definitely not accurate in the way that they use it. But I do feel a connection to the phrase um in a in a sense that I want America to be great because this is my country this is where I'm from this is where my blood is into like this is where we're from we need to cherish it and those of you that are listening because I do notice that I have listeners from other countries make your country great make your existence in your country great our story, th- this country is made up of millions and millions of story, j- stories, just millions, okay? America only has a couple hundred million, doesn't have a billion people, like people may think. It's hundreds of millions of stories. And I think it's important that we make our story and our America, our America, our America great within our story. And that's why I feel it's necessary for us to be happy. So career-wise, get your goals done, people. I want to know what y'all are doing. I want to know what your goals are. I'm not going to jock your goals, okay? And, um, you know, we'll talk more about that at a later time. Uh, I might I might talk about that next week, just for, just for a second, because that's not what next week's podcast is going to be about. But I definitely will touch on it just to see what, what everybody's into and to express what I've come up with. Um, anywho... So that's career-wise. Um, I guess family-wise, I want a family. Um, I want a husband. I know some people say marriage is just a piece of paper, and that that is that is um, somewhat true. You can have long, meaningful lives without marriage, but with a partner of your choosing. But I just value marriage. I value someone pledging their their life to being your partner and I value my pledge to them I like the um the idea behind marriage you know the oneness of becoming one entity I mean you're still two separate entities but technically you know y'all about to file these taxes jointly or you might file separate but still have to mention each other on each other's taxes so it's like your one one thing and I like that I like the idea and that's what I want for me um I came from a broken home I guess you could say I came from a home with one parent 
Um, there may have been other parents at a time, but just one parent. Um, and my mother did the best she could do and she did a good ass job, you know, but I don't want a broken household for myself because I think my mother took on burden that would have been lessened like me by myself. Like the other two kids weren't even as bad as I was me by myself required two parents. And my mother did that shit by herself. Okay. And I think that has a lot to do with the stress she's gone through, through the years, you know, and I don't want that for myself. And I don't want that for my kids. So I want to, um, I definitely want a two parent household. I mean, if the guy comes with, I mean, uh, if the guy comes with his own kid, cause you know, I'm 30. So at this age, most guys I meet always have at least one child. If he comes with his own kid, that's cool. Because then that only means I have to have one child. Cause I definitely want multiple kids. Okay. But, um, so that means only have to have one kid. I prefer my baby mama's dead. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I joke about that, but that's like the truth. I either prefer my baby mama's dead or just non-existent. You know what I mean? Like they just ain't around. I don't want to deal with baby mama drama. If I start dating your baby daddy and you're listening to this and I'm dating or have dated or will date your baby daddy, listen, Keep keep positive energy. Have positive energy towards me because I don't deal with that shit. I don't deal with negative energy. I'm definitely not going to fight someone's baby mama. I'm not going to argue with someone's baby mama. And if the man is with me, he's not yours. That's how I feel. That's why I don't like the whole baby mama thing, you know. But I'm a great person. I mean, I could be best friends with a bitch that took my man. I mean, I know I shouldn't. I can't really trust her. But, you know, I mean, I mean, I get past shit. But I just feel like when you're on the other side, like as a baby mama, it's harder to see someone with your man. And then it causes you to react in certain ways. And you kind of fuck shit up for everybody. And some of y'all, you know, I can understand your pain. But I just don't, I don't know. I don't like dealing with baby mamas. I don't. I don't because every dealing I've had with baby mamas, um has not been positive it's always been kind of a negative experience for me but you know I'm always open to whatever happens because whatever's meant to be will be so I'm not gonna block my blessing just because there's a baby mama around but just keep it cool sis anyway let me get back to talking about my family that I want okay so I definitely want two-parent household if he comes with a kid that's cool because then I don't have to have my own like two kids I could just have one you know what I'm saying uh, there's like a fat gene in my family. You know, everybody was skinny before they had kids and then they gained weight and see me, I'm already big. So I kind of feel like it's going to have a reverse effect, <laughs> reverse effect. Uh, I definitely don't intend on getting bigger. Okay. I'm definitely going to be vegan my whole pregnancy. And my supervisor, I told her about this the other day and she, she fucking laughed, but I'm like, no, I'm serious. Like pickles and everything only. Okay. But I don't know. Anyway, I definitely want a family with two kids um if y'all hear a lawnmower in the background that is my um lawn guy who cuts our grass without permission and then charges us ten dollars uh yeah so and he just popping up like why he just popping up y'all I'm trying to stay on track okay anyway so I definitely want um I definitely want my family just rang the door looking for his ten dollars 
He didn't even ask for it. He said, I cut your grass yesterday. And then took a long pause. <laughs> Listen, that's another reason I want my family because I want my husband to cut my grass for free. I don't want some man, I don't know, cutting my grass and then knocking on the door like, hey, where your $10 at? Where your $10? Anyway, yeah, so I definitely want my family with my kids. And I want, um, you know, if he has that bonus kid, that's cool. All right, I've repeated that like three times. Time to move on. So in wanting a family and wanting marriage, I think I have to govern myself towards that goal having a family I can't just be fucking every Tom Dick and Harry and Harry Tom's dick and Tom's Harry dick I just wanted to say that y'all I've been waiting to say that but anyway (laughs) um yeah I can't just be doing that so I've been you know abstaining you know I don't indulge in every little thing but I think that's been gradual over the years starting back to when I was probably about 26 I've been making those adjustments, not engaging anytime I felt like it and yada, yada, yada. But um, in doing so, it does limit your choices. Uh, a lot of men are out here still looking for the good old screw. And that's cool because I've gotten used to being alone. So I'm cool with missing out just because I won't give it up. Okay. I'm cool with that. And so that part is not really hard for me at all. I continue to ensure that I follow what I'm doing in that aspect. I don't want to just risk my body, um, you know, for a moment of lust. I don't want to just risk my emotions and my mental for a moment of lust. You know, a lot of things go into sex. A lot of things go into it. So I've been, you know, adjusting my ways, you know, ignoring momentary urges for the the longer goal the longer goal the the vision and that's of a family and nobody wants you if everybody can have you so that's another thing as well um and don't think I'm not for premarital sex but I definitely think that people should be a little more picky or they should be pickier um in regards to who they have sex with and how they have sex and when they have sex and what they're going to get out of that sex and what it's what it means to them. If you're looking to one day have a family and be married and all of that, giving a piece of you away through sex so often is kind of like self-sabotage. Because sometimes when we have sex, we get emotionally attached And then we feel away when it's not um, returned, when the emotions and the feelings aren't returned. And um, then we let that affect how we treat others in the future. I peeped that a long time ago. So that's that's not hard for me right now. That's the least of my struggles. Um, But yeah, so when I'm when I'm dating out here, I often. I mean, I'm not celibate like. But I'm not just wanting to screw people. So, you know, I kind of let them know, listen, it ain't it ain't about that right now. It's not about that. Because I definitely don't, I don't believe. I mean, unless I had a consistent cut, buddy. <laughs> but I don't really believe in sex without commitment anyway. Like, if that's not your man, if y'all aren't in a relationship, I don't really believe in that anymore. I used to, 
I used to because pleasure is pleasure, but now I'm just kind of like, eh, what's the point? It's kind of like paying for some shit that disappears in like five minutes. That's kind of why I can't go to concerts. But I, I really want to go to like a Nicki Minaj concert one day, but it's just the thought of paying all that money for something that is only going to last for a moment. Uh, just, I, I, I fight with that. You know, it'd have to be something extra. It'd have to be extra money I had. Like if I have an extra 200 and she got tickets, that's like 150. You know, I could be like, okay, I'll still have 50 left and that's extra money. And then this 150 go towards a concert and then I can enjoy that and have that. But if it ain't an extra, I can't just give it. And with sex, it's never anything extra. You don't just have a spare vagina lying around or a spare penis lying around. Everything is something you have to live with. And you gave a little bit of the energy from your vagina or your penis and you gave that away forever. And I just don't believe in giving that energy away anymore without commitment. I mean, you're still going to get people that deceive you with commitment. Even with marriages, people will marry you just to have you and then start to mistreat you when they're tired of you. And, you know, I see it and I understand. And that's the risk you take. Like some of y'all are like, well, men could just cheat anyway when you're married. And I know that, bitch. I know that. I know that. It, it's still a risk I'm willing to take. It's still a risk, a wage. I'm willing to wager. Or wager I'm willing to wage. <laughs> Anywho, yeah, so I'm in a different mindset. Family-wise, I'm working towards my family. Only commit, giving time to people who actually see potential in and making sure they're aware that they're not getting me unless I see what I need to see. And it can't be fake. I can sniff out the fakes now. I definitely can, like, y'all should see me in action. Like, nope, 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 because you're fake. Nope, you don't want it. Nope, don't you lie to me, damn it. Nope. I mean, and I don't mind. I used to, when I was younger, I used to get mad if a guy ghosted on me because I got, like, I don't know, attached or emotional or something, and he wasn't looking for that. I used to get sad, but then I'm like, now I'm just kind of like, well, when you, see, when you don't invest sex in it, in it, it doesn't matter if a man ghosts you. It doesn't. Because you didn't invest anything in it. Your heart wasn't in it. Your vagina wasn't in it. You know, if you don't if you don't give too much to people that haven't proven themselves to you, then you don't feel as hurt when they have to leave or you leave from them. You you walk away from them. It's easier. And it should be easier. I mean, I think in today's world, promiscuity is just promoted. And I think it's promoted incorrectly. I think it's good if you want to have sex and you want to live a free, sexually liberated life, then I think it's okay if you do so, if you understand the risk with it. And the risk are much more than STDs and pregnancy. The risk is also emotional. And there's no condom that can block that, okay? Your mental gets fucked up sometimes, okay? There's people that are good and don't do you wrong, but you do them wrong because somebody did you wrong and it's a cycle. And I think people need to be aware of that before just fucking or kissing or just falling for people. Just think about it logically. And people say love's not logical. Love is just a feeling. I don't give a fuck. Okay? 
I could really have to pee really, really bad, right? But I still logically think about that natural action. I'm still thinking like, all right, I'm not going to pee on the ground. That's that's wrong. I'm going to get in trouble. Let me go pee in the toilet. You know what I mean? Like, love is just like that. <laughs> you feel it so bad and you're like, oh, I don't even care if it's bad for me. No, you should care if it's bad for you. It's like gold. There's gold and then there's fool's gold. Don't be a fool. Because you're gold. You're golden. Okay? But anyway, that's how I feel family-wise. So I'm not moving from that. Any guy I meet is just going to have to fall in line. Okay? It's going to have to not really fall in line. Because I believe in being submissive. Okay? I do believe in submitting to my husband. Okay? To my husband. Maybe a fiancé. But my version of submission and everyone else's understanding of it. I don't believe it's the same. See, my version is just letting a man be a man, allowing him to feel needed and wanted while still maintaining myself. You know what I'm saying? And I don't mind letting a man take charge. But the thing about a man taking charge is he has to be able to take charge. He has to be able to take charge. Like, he can't just come up and be like, Oh, yeah, I'm a man. Let me take charge. Like, no. How do I know I can trust you taking charge? Listen, you got to show me that I can I can fall back, okay? You got to show me that I can relax a little bit. Yeah, show me that I can be comfortable with your ass. So that's what I'm working on, giving people the time to show me instead of me just assuming because I get a feeling of flutter in my heart that it's real. I think everybody needs to be working on that. Um, Now, Another goal I have is for mental stability. I go through these moods where I get sad and I get lonely too. Even though I really enjoy my alone time, there are some times where I get lonely. Like, oh, like when, when everything is all clean and I have an open schedule, but I have no plans. And then I'm sitting here just looking at, you know, it could be something like a moment where I'm reflecting on everything that I've gone through and then I've come through. And I'm just proud. And then I'm like, but damn, I'm so proud. But ain't nobody to share it with. You know, it gets like that sometimes. But I think that the weight, I think that um, that can be controlled by meditation and staying focused. And I think sometimes we get into these mental um, situations where we're a little down or a little impatient or, you know, we let our depression, because I feel like more than just clinically depressed people actually experience depression. And um, I think we let those moments force us to make poor decisions. I've definitely let it happen, and I won't let it happen as long as I have this mindset I'm into right now. Okay, so that's one thing, making sure that I have other ways of dealing with those moods and actually controlling how often I have those moods. And I think managing your goal, like career wise, family wise, everything, like when you do what you want to do, you have less of those moods and mental health is very important, but it doesn't need to be, you don't need medicine for it. I don't think people need medicine for every bit of mental health issues. I think people, and this is me, I'm not a doctor or anything, but I'm just giving my opinion. I feel that everything that's mental can be mentally healed. I think it can be healed with therapy. 
over medicine. With meditation over medicine. And that's what I'm working on. Making sure I keep a balanced experience in a balanced space and making sure that um, I really work with what I have as far as my resources. I work with what I have to get myself out of mental lows and so I can maintain mental highs longer. Um, and I don't mean high. <laughs> but when weed is legal, I'm definitely going to smoke weed. Well, I'm going to try it once, Okay legal in South Carolina guys. But, um, if, if it, if it never becomes legal, I guess I'll just never know. But back to what I'm saying, like my mental health, I want to do more self care and I want to make sure I cater more to my mental health instead of forcing myself to do things when clearly I'm not mentally capable of it at that time. So I'm working on mental health, you know, emotional too, that goes with mental working on managing my emotions to stop overthinking, to apply logic when it really needs to be. I apply logic to so many situations, but when I let my emotions get the best of me, logic goes out the fucking window. Okay. (laughs) It just goes out the window and I react first. And then I feel even worse later because the reaction was based off emotion and not logic. So that's what I'm working on in that aspect. Listen, I think when um, you want to be a better person, you'll make the necessary sacrifices. And these are just three aspects I want to work on. Um, Well, body-wise, I do want to work on things. Listen, I realize, if y'all know me, y'all know how I look. Um, Some of y'all don't know me, so if you want to see a visual, go to uh, at cutefatdope on Instagram or, you know, Mika Knows, unfiltered on Snapchat, whatever. Facebook, Mika knows, but I'm never going to be a skinny person. I could be a skinny person, but I'm not going to be a skinny person. That would take too much work. And I'm definitely not willing to do that. I know me saying everything I said about every other aspect and then saying this kind of sounds like it's contradicting, but it's not. I um, accept that I'm fat. Um, I definitely want to do some things to control because like you know you hear fat people say this all the time like I'm so healthy and a lot of fat people a lot of fat people there's a good bit of us that don't have any health issues but that's because we haven't hit certain ages yet you know there's ages where you you get to 35 and you fucking you start feeling your heart flutter okay or your knees buckling or your blood pressure starts going up my blood pressure went up one time and it's because I kept I kept getting sick but um, I had colds like back to back. I wasn't managing my space correctly. I was keeping the AC way too low and I'm sure I wasn't being, I couldn't have been as clean as I wanted to be because clearly I got colds and those are viruses and viruses are germs and cold temperatures don't start a cold. They just create the conditions for them to spread. Like a runny nose allows mucus to travel and it carries germs with it. You know what I'm saying? And when you run your, your runny nose and then you wipe your nose because it's running because of the cold temperature and you spread it everywhere. I mean, clearly, I wasn't doing that. And I wasn't I wasn't eating the right shit. All this bad fast food, it contributes to the health of your body. And it's funny because now that I've, um, I mean, I'm not going to lie. The last couple of weeks I picked up on my fast food, but. Overall, I've definitely decreased my um, purchasing of fast food. And now that I've done that, I've noticed a big difference. Like, 
and how my body reacts to being in cold weather. I haven't gotten sick after having runny nose after runny nose, being around coughing and stuff like that, where at the beginning of the year, it was a different story because I'm sitting here picking out on fast food. Well, no, at the beginning of the year, my bad. At the beginning of the year, I was doing my non-fast food thing. So I went like a full month without buying fast food, trying to break that habit. But before that, before the new year came in, I was picking out on fast food because I was like, fuck it, I could afford it, whatever. And it's just easier than cooking. And um, I noticed that I got sick so much when I started eating more fast food. And now that I'm not eating as much fast food, it's like I'm good. I got a stuffy nose right now, but that's because it's a little muggy in my trailer. And um, I kind of don't want to fix it yet. <laughs> the mugginess. I got my windows covered, y'all, to keep the heat out. But sometimes it traps heat in, and it's kind of like, <sniffs> can't breathe through my nose. But I'm good. I can, I'm can. i not sick. I'm definitely just a little stuff stuff. But anywho, Listen, that's another part of it. So body-wise, I definitely want to uh, get my body right. And this goes along with the family thing because I can't have a baby um, and treat my body like shit. You know what I'm saying? I had a strong-ass body, and it probably comes from it having to be strong with the extra weight that I'm carrying. Uh, and I definitely want to create a stronger body, immune-wise, muscle-wise, everything. Um, immune system-wise, I meant to say. But, um, yeah, so I've been introducing vegetables, um, making sure I take certain, uh, supplements, nothing chemical based, just, you know, natural occurring, um, supplements, cinnamon, cinnamon helps with heart, heart, uh, heart shit. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I don't know the official term. I'm sure I can go read it off the bottle, but I've, I've researched in, in, Cinnamon helps a lot. Pickles help a lot. Onions help a lot. Onions are like the best thing, but they have to be cooked right. And so I'm working on getting into that, getting my body right, because I'm going to have a baby. And when I have my baby, I ain't going through all this crazy shit. I'm not. I'm just not. So I got to start preparing now. But, um, and I'm not getting fatter. Like, I might gain weight from the baby, but I'd be damned if I get bigger. I'm already a big bitch. I don't need to be bigger. So I'm definitely trying to prepare for that because eventually I will find my husband and have my baby and start my family. And, you know, I got to put in some work to maintain all that shit and to go through that shit in a pleasant manner. Um, yeah, that's what I'm working on right now. I'm trying to get these edges back. Well, I, I, honestly, when I look at <laughs> when I look at younger pictures of myself, I never really had edges, but I think some are there because I've always had little blonde hairs on my edges, and I think um, I can maybe grow those out and turn those black. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes they turn black, but they still be short, and then I feel like they go away, but then they come back. And it's like, I feel like blonde is like the first stage when they're coming out, they're blonde, but then they turn black and then they get, yeah. So I'm trying to work on them edges, you know, I'm trying to get something going on, I'm trying to get some eyebrows, something. I mean, if it's not chemically, I mean, not chemically, but if it's not genetically there, I mean, there's really nothing you could do to force it, but I got to try. So that's another thing I'm working on. Uh, my teeth, they're not as white as they used to be. I'm working on that shit too. I want white teeth. I want healthier teeth. I wasn't a flosser as a kid. I never really grasped that. And I floss as an adult, but as a kid, I didn't really floss. But it's like I have to 
all that damage, all that candy. I used to eat a lot of candy. All that candy and shit that you eat as a kid, but you don't floss, and then you lose your teeth. But then when you do that shit, when you get your big teeth, you get your adult teeth, you know what I'm saying? Like, we don't understand, we don't realize as a kid that that shit has an effect on you coming up. So I'm trying to make sure my teeth, like, you know, I'm trying to make sure I have teeth when I'm like 60. Okay, and when I'm 70 and shit, I'm trying to have teeth. So I'm working on that, making sure I keep my teeth held up, get them back whiter. Naturally, though, we're not we're not brushing our teeth with fluoride. We don't. We just don't. I'm working on more natural things for my body. Like I've, oh my God, huh, I've switched to natural deodorant. <laughs> and the reason I reacted so strongly to that is because it's been a journey. So the first deodorant I bought, I liked because of its fragrance, but... When I put it on, I got a rash under my arms. They turned dark. And I'm kind of light. I'm not light-skinned, but I'm kind of light-er. You know, lighter than dark-skinned, but I'm not really light-skinned. But um, so sometimes in different areas where there's folding, you know, my skin, there's there's hyperpigmentation where there's darker areas and, and things like that. So, like around my neck like I definitely wash my neck but there's like a darker area near the fold even though I like really wash my neck and then there's like um it's different areas it's not like every area where there's a fold but then it's like um under my arms I have to I really pay attention to under my arms so I work harder to make sure they stay light or get light or stay light um but when I put the deodorant on First thing I noticed, well, my underarms got really dark. Next thing I noticed, they got hard. And then the skin under there started peeling once I used some turmeric and something else. But it was good that it peeled because it revealed, like, fresh skin and stuff. But I was like, oh, no, not that. I'm not doing that again. So that was the first deodorant. The second deodorant I found, it just uh, it didn't do enough. Like, I had to reapply it too often. Like, I, it was a crystal deodorant. It was like liquid crystal, but, um, yeah, I had to reapply it too often. And I remember one day I was at work and I was like, Ooh, I think I'm a little, I think I'm a little musty. I don't know. I haven't been musty in a while. Like, Oh man. Like since them kid days, you know what I'm saying? Like, dang, I think I'm a little musty right now. And then, so I noticed that deodorant wasn't it for me, but I finally found one, um, that's natural and, it is good for longer periods of time. I tried to use the solid version of it, but the solid version wasn't any good. Uh, it was good for maybe four hours, but not good for like 10. And my shift is 10 hours. So I don't, I, don't, I hate reapplying shit. I just want it to just stay that way. So I found a good deodorant and um, it's like crystal something. I don't know. I have to... I'll have to put that information in the description. So t check the description for that because I'm not getting that right now. But um, yeah, so I found this deodorant. So I've trans, I've, I've started using that. I'm no longer using that aluminum deodorant where it does a good job of making you smell great, but you're basically putting chemicals into your pits that absorb into your body and fuck shit up. No, we're not doing that. Um, toothpaste. I use charcoal. I use this brand called Smile. I think it's called Smile. It's definitely called Smile. But, um, <laughs> yeah, and it's like, it's charcoal. I use two. I brush my teeth twice in the morning um, because they serve different purposes. I use the charcoal for whitening, and then I use the tea tree and coconut oil one 
for um basically for remineralizing, you know, and fighting against cavities and things like that. So I use those two deodorants. So now I still have more things I need to switch from, like as far as tampons and pads, I need to start using like natural cotton ones, but I don't really like them. So I'm still looking for a brand I like. Um, but I'm trying to get this chemical, like less chemical existence going here so that, um, I try to eliminate certain worries. I mean, honestly and truly, whatever's going to happen will happen, but at least until it happens, I don't want to feel like shit. And I notice I feel better when there's less shit going on in my body. Like I stopped drinking soda at the beginning of the year and I just had some soda after six months, months, months I finally drank some soda <laughs> and I'm so disappointed but it was so good it was so good y'all but I'm back to drinking water and I might have a soda here and there but the basis of my drinks my liquids daily is water 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 I drank over 50 ounces a day definitely like over 50 ounces I want to say I drink over 100 ounces of water but I don't think so because that second thing of 50 ounces, because I have a 50 ounce cup that I fill out, fill up with water and I drink it. But, um, that second one kind of, sometimes it lingers a little too long and I have to pour that out. But I, I drink water. Like my, my drink of choice right now is water. It used to be sweet tea, but everybody can't make sweet tea. And yeah. But um, anyway, I've been working on that part of my body as well, trying to keep the chemicals out because, again, when I get pregnant, this baby going to come out as good as it can be, okay? Damn it. As, as much as I can do for it to come out as good as it can be, I'm going to do it. So, yeah. Um, so the physical health thing, I've been making changes. I'm never going to be skinny, like I said, but I'm, I can definitely be healthier. I know I can be healthier. I could be skinnier, you know, if I like reduce my cal- caloric intake, but and exercise more. And I the thing, the reason why I don't want to lose a bunch of weight, like the gastric bypass is very popular here because a lot of people's insurance covers it. I don't want to do that shit because honestly, I don't like how people's body looks afterwards, like how their bodies look after they get the surgery. Doesn't always look. It looks. Ugh. Looks a little janky. Then they got that loose skin, which is really loose skin and fat, but they call it loose skin. Um, I don't want to deal with that shit. And I don't, I don't like that. I'd rather just maybe lose a little bit of weight, but make changes that'll help me feel better and keep me, you know, keep it to where when I go to the doctor, they're like, oh, like the only thing they're mentioning is my weight. They're not mentioning diabetes or you know, heart problems or, you know, blood pressure, cholesterol, whatever. Um, oh yeah, all that's good for me. All that's good. All of it. But um as far as my weight, that's definitely not good. And it's not even about not wanting to be fat or fat shaming because you can't fat shame if you're fat. I, that's how I feel. I mean, I'm sure you could shame people for being fat, but it's like you're fat, so who cares? But like, like I'm fat. So if I fat shame, it's like my opinion doesn't matter. But, um, I definitely feel like promoting self love for fat people has gotten to the point where we're excusing certain things. And I still think that health should be promoted. I don't think every skinny person is healthy. I definitely have experienced people 
skinny people. I know skinny people with issues out the wazoo. But I do think being obese increases our chances for certain other things. So if you're going to be fat, make other changes to reduce your risk. You might even lose some weight while doing those other changes. But that's how I feel. So I'm not going to sit here and just keep eat fast food for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Uh, I'm not even going to eat fast food every day. I'm not going to eat it. I'm trying not to eat it every week. I know I get at least one fast food meal every week, but I'm trying to get away from that. Because honestly, the service at these fast food restaurants is so bad. It's like you don't even want to give them your money anyway. And <laughs> so I'm definitely trying to get away from that. But I think there's more that I can do physically to get my body ready. And honestly, with Trump in the White House, y'all, shit can happen. So I need to be able to run or something. Like, that's another thing I'm working on, being able to defend myself, like, from real shit. Not just from a bitch that wants to fight, but, like, from a man trying to kill me. Or, like, from a group of men trying to kill me. Or zombies or some shit. We don't know what might happen. But damn it, I want to be prepared. I want to be able to breathe correctly while I'm running at a fast rate and actually get away from danger. That's what I want to be able to do. So I'm working on that too. Um, Financially is another aspect. Financials, uh, my spending habits are atrocious. They've gotten better over the years, but they still have issues. I'm not even going to lie. Listen, I keep Wells Fargo open just because I know that's like a backup plan. And when I tell y'all this, y'all are going (laughs) to... Y'all are going to shake y'all heads, but you know, Wells Fargo, with Wells Fargo, if you're in good standing with them, you can like withdraw up to like $300 and overdraft yourself by like $300. And, you know, and so I kind of use that for like a backup plan if I ever need it. Like, I don't want to ask my mama, but I'll overdraft my account because only one person has to suffer with that. And that's me. If I ask my mama, then she has to worry about when I'm going to pay her back and if she's enabling me to continue those bad behaviors. And I'd rather take that that choice away from her, or not that choice, but that guilt and those thoughts away from her. So I keep that, but um, I'm resorting to it less. <laughs> Definitely less. Um, I haven't asked my mom for money in a while. I mean, other than jokingly, but like it was legit joking. But I don't ask for anything from other people because I believe in accountability. So that way is good. But, you know, I still have some bad habits like buying things when I don't really need to or buying something other than what I need or going into Walmart, y'all, because (laughs) Walmart is like so cheap. And I just go in there sometimes and I just lose my god dang on mine. Okay, so I'm working on that. Um, What else am I working on? Um, I'm going to be working on my singing voice, y'all, because y'all know I love karaoke. And I want to sing, but not like professionally, but I want to sing better. I think I want to sing to my husband at my wedding. I know, right? That's such a girly thing, like, to be already planning your wedding ahead of time. But I'm low-key already planning my wedding ahead of time. I definitely want to sing to my husband. So I'm going to work on my voice a little bit. Um, What else? Uh, my writing, that goes back to career-wise. I've been working on my writing. I'm going to keep working on my writing because I've definitely fallen off. Um, trying to be more consistent with writing. But I just think for me and for some of y'all, like now is the time to start making adjustments. And if you don't start making them now, you're going to look back in another 10 years and think, oh, what the fuck did I do with those last 10 years? And I don't want to feel that way. I feel I low key feel that way now. Like now that I'm about to be 30. 
I low-key feel like, damn, what the fuck did I do with the last 12 years? You know what I mean? Uh, like, damn, what did I do? Ooh. But no, it's not a time for regret now. It's a time for progression. Okay, not regret, but progression. Okay, and I'm just sharing this with y'all because I feel like maybe you'll be inspired by hearing me talk about things I want to improve on. Maybe you'll also want to improve on it. And we could talk about it. Like, you can message me, Mykonos, unfiltered at gmail.com. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I don't mind talking about it because I think if we don't start now, we're going to fucking die later with all of these fucking issues, okay? We're going to die feeling unfulfilled. We're going to die with a frown, okay? And I don't want to go down with a frown into the ground. (laughs) That's real shit. Hey, remember, if you want to communicate with me, you want to tell me you like something or you hated something or you have an opinion about something, whatever you want to do, message me via email at MikaNosUnfiltered at gmail.com or you can hit me up on Instagram at MikaNosUnfiltered or at CuteFatDope or you can hit me up on Snapchat at MikaNosUnfiltered. Also, you can hit me up on Facebook on my Facebook page for the podcast, Mika Knows Unfiltered, or Mika Knows for my regular profile. Um, If you hit me up on there, anything you share with me, I might just share with everybody else. So know that. Also, we're not doing no money. You're not getting paid for any of this, If even if I post it. So don't even go looking for it. Shorty, don't slide in my messages talking about, can I get some dollars? Can I get some change? You can't get it, okay? Anyway, hit me up. It's free. It's free. Like, go ahead and take advantage of it. Share it.